Recode Radio presents Too Embarrassed to Ask, hosted by me, Kara Swisher, and Lauren Good of The Verge, powered by digital media. Today's sponsor is Casper. Get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash recode and using the promo code RECODE. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm Kara Swisher, Executive Editor of Recode. And I'm Lauren Good, Senior Editor of Technology at The Verge. And this is Too Embarrassed to Ask, a podcast that's all about making technology easier to use and understand. If you have questions that you've been dying to ask, we'll give you the answers, plus our views on all of the latest gadgets. Submit your questions in advance by tweeting them to at Recode with the hashtag AskRecode. That's all one word, hashtag AskRecode. And as always, thank you for spelling that, No Kara. problem. I'm, I'm really like to help you people like that. you that have a little issues with spelling. Oh, uh, well, thanks. No problem. You just blew my cover as an editor. <laughs> you can also find all of our past episodes on iTunes. That's at iTunes.com slash too embarrassed to ask. And while you're there, you can leave us a review. Also, embarrassed has two R's and two S's, just FYI. Oh, thank you for reminding me. And give me. me five stars, please. We are, uh, we're really close to five stars. We've gotten a lot of really great reviews from people, and we currently have four and a half stars. Who gave us a half a star you know, ding? Er, it's funny, earlier this week I checked, and yeah. it was five stars, and then someone else weighed uh. in, and it went down to four again. But we're, we're edging close. We're doing, I think we're my kids. But yeah, please leave us a review because we do read them and we really appreciate the feedback, both good and bad and constructive. Well, actually, I'm more like Ann Wojcicki, who I interviewed earlier this week. I never read my reviews. That was, you know, that was a really good interview. Yeah. I Thank listened you. to the whole thing on my you commute. Did. Yeah. And um, she's fascinating. She's a very smart woman. Yep. And I did like her approach to not paying attention what all the tabloids are saying. Yeah, because they're uh, saying a lot. Right That's now. why. Yeah. They really are. That's she just sent me. In. She's in Japan right now enjoying a family vacation with her ex, the girl, everybody. They're all there. So they're having a good time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. She's what a fascinating character. What other gossip do you have? No can, more for you that I'm going to share right, right now. But well, she's, she was a great interview. And she's the, the topic, you know, people focus on the A-Rod part of it. But, mm-hmm. you know, really, I thought the best part was about the science and everything. It's, it was really fascinating what's going on in the health tech area. And we'll yes. talk about that on a future show. I'm yes. yes. She's someone who has um, run head on into issues with the FDA. Yep. She had a lot to say about Theranos, which is having its own issues. Yep. And just and where it's consumer health care in where general, taking it's control cool. of your health. It's pretty serious and pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Well, as always, I'm delighted to be here with you in San Francisco studio, and we have a couple special guests with us. Why aren't you in Hawaii? Aren't you? Isn't that your thing now? You yes, I'm going to move there, Lauren, and I'm going to have a show called Hakuna Matata. It's going to be great. Oh, that's African, I guess. I'm sorry. You know, it's my birthday this week. Happy birthday. What did you get me? Nothing. You didn't get me something from Hawaii? I, I bring there? you good wishes. I'll give you some advice about being super oh, old. Oh, I, I actually would take Because you're super old now, right? I know. I'm just edge, <laughs> I'm edging up there. It's all it's You all can't ever catch me. me, my friend. My best years are upon me, Kara. All right. Whatever. Um, but in a few minutes, we will be bringing in my colleague from The Verge, Dan Seifert. I'm really excited about this. Great. Um, because Dan wrote an excellent review earlier this week of the new Amazon Echo Dot speaker. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about I Amazon's newest speakers and the virtual assistant Alexa, which I know is your Favorite, favorite virtual assistant. I have two now, and I'm going to populate the house with them. They're, I'm they're pretty fantastic. sure we're on a roll. We've probably published about six podcasts in a row now. I, well, I keep saying it's Alexa. the greatest product ever so far that I've gotten recently, and I've showed it off to the, I have people painting at my house. I showed them off. We did jokes. We did presidential trivia. We had a good time. Wow. Did yeah. Alexa tell you who was going to win the presidential uh, No, but let's, we have hopes. Well, anyway, she could predict um, that. before we get going, we should warn people that are going to use the name Alexa a lot in this episode. So, Actually, that's one thing I don't like. I can I can only call it Echo, Alexa, and Amazon, I think. there's. I wish I had other names. I'd like call it Phyllis or something like I'm that. I'm pretty anyway. sure that you can adjust no, what you No, you cannot. 
I have tried. No. So if you're listening to this podcast with an earshot of an Amazon Echo speaker, when it starts listening to the instructions, when it hears the words Alexa, it might get confused. And I'm going to make your Alexas do things. It happened. Someone tweeted me when I was talking about Alexa. Their Alexa started doing something. Yeah, it happens with Siri, too. Yeah. And it happened when NPR did a story about Alexa a couple weeks ago. They had some angry listeners. Yeah. So it should be Phyllis or Barbara. I named her Barbara. It should be no, Kara no, Swisher. No, I name it Barbara. Barbara? Barbara. Really? I don't know why I like that name. Oh, all right. Friend of mine I would name it Eleanor. We could go whatever. with famous first just ladies. Whatever. Just, just, I'd like to call it whatever I want. Anyway. Anyway, you've been warned. So should we bring in Dan? Yes. Uh, before we bring in Dan, though, I did want to quickly introduce our second guest. Yeah. I have in front of me the new Amazon Tap Speaker, ah, which is like the Amazon Echo, but it's portable. Yeah. And you can't just say the word Alexa. You have to actually tap this button here in order to summon her. So we'll do a quick one. Yeah. Who is Kara Swisher? Kara Swisher is an American technology columnist for the Wall Street Journal and an author of comics <laughs> a little on outdated. the internet. Yeah, that's wrong. I think that she's pulling that from Alexa, Wikipedia. you're wrong. Don't act like Siri. Anyway. Should we do another one? We could say Yes, go us. ahead. Okay, go ahead. let's do this. Who won the NCAA championship? The Villanova Wildcats beat the North Carolina Tar Heels. 77 to 74. All right. That's it. All I right. Mean, she, you think she could be a little more excited? I like, know. She's never say, watch this. Watch this. Beater. Alexa, tell me a joke. How many surrealists does it take to change a light bulb? Two. One to hold the giraffe and the other to fill the bathtub with brightly colored power tools. <laughs> I like the delivery. <laughs> it's like, she actually joke. has the good There's a lot the of light bulb jokes in the world of Alexa. You know, watch this one. Do it again. Touch okay. it again. Alexa, tell me a joke. A jumper cable walks into a bar and asks for a beer. The bartender says, okay, but don't start anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever that seen you laugh like this. That is such a good joke. I, I do it all day at home. She is pretty clever. I talk to my yeah. ex all day. And if you ask them what the meaning of life is, they often say 42 and all that. And all right. Uh, uh, do it again. All right. This is the okay, last go one. Ahead, go ahead. Alexa, what do you think of Siri? Siri is a great app, but I'm different. Oh. oh. Okay. All right. She was uh, giving the polite I want answer. Some more trashing. Like, what do you think my... of your ex-girlfriend? Well, she you knows she's nice, but she's just, nice, I'm but different. I'm, I'm a different person. <laughs> Let's move on. I always go. I'm better. <laughs> so much better. I need to give Alexa anyway, more confidence. I thank you and Alexa having a fun for day. And I love Alexa, as you know. And we're going to get serious and bring in our real special guest. Although I kind of like Alexa. More than anybody really <laughs> at this point in my life. Uh, senior editor at The Verge, Dan Seifert. Hi, Dan. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm not sure I can quite live up to Alexa. You can't. Uh, but I'm happy to be let's here. Let's start with that. Well, the one thing that you can do is answer uh, questions objectively yes. about these new... Which Lauren shall uh, ask you in her, Lauren, Amazon. In her Alexa voice. Yeah. So what are the new products that we're seeing this week? Uh, so this week, we covered the Amazon Echo Dot. And then, of course, the Amazon Tap, which is not the Echo Tap. It is just the tap. Yeah, I made but, that mistake. So it is, which is what you guys were just, just chatting with. And how are these different from the original Echo that uh, Amazon quietly rolled out about a year and a half ago now? Let's start with the dot. The dot is very similar to the original Echo. It is just smaller and it is doesn't have the same speaker that the Echo has. So it's not designed to really play music throughout a full room. It can be plugged into a larger speaker if you want to use it for music, but it has all of the other capabilities of the full-size Echo. It can hear your voice from across the room and respond and do actions and stuff like that. All of the same stuff that you can do with the Echo, you can do with the Echo Dot. It's just really small and compact and half the price, so it's easier to hide in a corner or put in multiple rooms throughout your house. Yeah, I keep, so losing, it. Um, I keep, it's, I keep uh, losing it. It it's really $90. is. $90. I don't know. And the original Echo is $199, right? 
I don't. I just it's actually by it's 179. On my echo. I just I just pressed buy. <laughs> I, oh, it's 179 yeah. now. So you both have. Yeah. So this is exactly half like, the price. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's little. It's tiny, and the speakers are pretty good. They're pretty good. They're not great. I have it in the kitchen, mm-hmm. so that when I'm cooking, yeah. like the bigger one, I have in my office, and I play music, and I, you know, my my news. I listen to my news, and I'm just developing the skills. The, I mean, whatever skills I like on that. Um, but mostly the one in the kitchen I use for weather information and and mm-hmm. like cook like a lot of yeah. Like, the speaker that's on the dot. Is is perfect for the voice responses. So yep. when you ask Alexa for what's the weather, the dot has a powerful enough speaker that it can give you a response and you can hear it just fine. It's just when you go to play music, it doesn't sound very full or sound very okay. good it's off like of the dot speaker. It's like a radio. Part yeah. of the value yeah. of the dot, though, is that you're also supposed to be able to connect it to other Phone. more powerful yes, speakers. Yes, I, I connected it to my... Um, Jabo speaker, which is my little, my little mini jam box, which is great. Which, by the way, that speaker is fantastic. Okay. Yeah, cool. so you can make a dumb speaker smart by yeah. connecting it. Now you've got a voice-controlled speaker for if you've got a, a jawbone or if you've got like a, a higher-end yeah. hi-fi system or something. Yeah. Um, you can now add Alexa smarts to that. With, super with easy just to the connect, dock. I have to say. Dan, you connected yours to a really fancy speaker, right? I did. I connected it to the, I'm going to try and pronounce this correctly, Name Muso Cube which is this funky $1,000 speaker that has a whole bunch of different drivers and stuff like that. And it's actually a, a wireless speaker on its own. Uh, it can be used with Spotify Connect and AirPlay and stuff like that. But it has a, a Bluetooth connection as well as a, a regular wired input connection that I was able to plug the dot into right. and then access Alexa through that speaker. Can, can the regular Echo attach to another speaker? I didn't see it on there. No. Yeah. No, yeah, you can't. So mm-hmm. that's one of the limitations of the original yeah. Echo is that if you didn't like the speaker that was on it, which yeah. to be fair is not the best speaker you can get for about 200 bucks, yeah. you, you're kind of stuck with it. Yeah. So the dot is ideal if you have a better speaker system and you want to add Alexa it's components like to it. It's like the but, stringing of Sonos together kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a little different than Sonos in that Sonos is like a multi-room system mm-hmm. and uh, you know it has a, an app interface and stuff like that, whereas the, the dot is still heavily reliant on the voice interactions that you have with the original Echo and, and, and taking advantage of all that. The thing with the Dot is it's very easy to think that, oh, this is just a thing that I can plug into my existing speaker, but it's a much bigger picture in terms of it being a smart home controlling device as yeah. opposed to just something that plays music. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's very t- interesting. We're going to talk about this tap here. It looks kind of big and ugly. I got to say, I'm not loving the tap. Yeah, this is the <laughs> this is the tap, although... I, I Why do did, I need this if I, I have first a pretty it, little job? I kept erroneously calling it the Echo Tap because I just lumped it into the Echo family but it is just called the tap and so yeah like amazon the, mm-hmm, has a reasoning for that from what amazon has told us that it does not have the echo name in it because it is not always listening it is something that you when you have to push the button they decided to keep the the echo name to the devices that are always listening and don't require although a the, to, the echo dot you can turn off you there's a button on it that turns it red right i, I push yeah, it. yeah so you can mute off, so any one of them anymore. yeah but this right. actually and our uh, colleague katie borat actually right. reviewed the uh tap for the verge.com so yeah. you should check that out if you want more information on that but this one in order for it to be listening in general, you need to press the button. Press right? the button, which I don't really. I, I've used it for a couple of days now, and pain. it's a little. You have to walk um, over to it. It's different. Also, it looks like. Well, it's different having to. T- but I mean, it's different it's having like a to. a possible device that you might use for other things. It's very ugly. I mean, it's a little. <laughs> it's big, Kara. <laughs> well, you know. I'm anyway. not even going to go there. Okay, don't. But I mean, it's kind of ugly. It's fascinatingly ugly. What, what do you think? Well, about I wouldn't. It, Dan? 
As far as the looks of it, I would say that aesthetic design has never been Amazon's forte. Yeah, but the <laughs> um, dot is cute. The dot, the dot. Yeah, but look at well, like, the, dot, the Amazon the, Fire TV box and the Fire TV yeah, stick. Right. They're very utilitarian. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. not super fancy. I like the dot. Just get the job right. done. It's also like right. The and I think the dot's best advantage is the fact that it's small, so you can like hide yeah. it. Like it's so that you don't have to see it. And I yeah. think that's what's really interesting about it is that you can you can tuck it away in places that the original Echo couldn't go because it's yeah. just too big. The cats mm-hmm. attacked it. It's kind of funny to think about the tap as something that's Alexa on the go. Like I was thinking about, you know, are you mm-hmm. going to... Because Alexa only works when she's connected to Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. So if you take that on the go, let's say you want Alexa in the car, I mean, you have to tether it to something, right? You have to tether yeah. it to your phone. And I'm kind yeah. of curious to see or hear whether a lot of people... Yeah, you can wear it on your neck as an Alexa medallion. <laughs> Um, and just <laughs> shout things to it. Um, you know, you probably wouldn't look that crazy in the streets. Of San I don't. Francisco I'm not. Li- I'm not going to buy that. I'm not. I don't need it. I have my That's beautiful jawbone. It, jawbone's beautiful. That little mini gem box, the big one. They're very attractive. So you've got the big Echo right in your home, yes. and then you have the Echo the dot, dot, and then which I have you can a jam box nearby. The other right. one. Yeah, and it's fine. And then I have a Sonos. Uh, whatever. You, I don't know if I can connect it to that, Dan. I have a Sonos bar on my giant television. Mm-hmm. Can you, in theory, could connect it to that Sonos bar uh, because around. I believe that Sonos has the correct input on the back, the, the TV sound bar, but right. you would lose the point of it being a Sonos because yeah, no, you can... Absolutely. I use that when you, I'm parties. You, I yeah, I mean, it, getting it to work with the Sonos system is kind of clunky. And, and the dream would be, oh, this would just be integrated into Sonos. So I can be like, Sonos, play X. And it's using right. Alexa technology to play whatever. Exactly. Um, but uh, I, I don't think that it's a very smooth experience if you just plug a dot into a Sonos well, right now. None of them are. I just I have a Roku, a Chrome, and an Apple TV hanging off my you television. Chromecast. Too. Chromecast. Yeah, I do as well. <laughs> I take that on the hotel. Well, Google has Chromecast audio, which also plugs into existing speakers to make dumb Speaker, right. speaker smart, but it's different. It doesn't have the virtual assistant built in, and and now I'm using right. I'm using Wi-Fi on network. my Samsung Netflix on my Samsung, so I don't really need that Roku as much. You're actually using the native Netflix yeah. app. It works. That's yeah, it's interesting because you hear a lot of people with smart TVs say they still buy the extra connected. Device. No, I just found it and I couldn't. It was I had some problem connecting, and I did it on the thing, and I use. I think Amazon's on there too. I'm with Kara. I use the Amazon app on my Vizio TV yeah. because it gives me 4K. Oh, the smart Kara, TV. does that mean you don't want me to come over and set up all? If you're connected to I did boxes. just fine by myself. All right. Thank you very much. Yeah, and before we let you go, one quick thing. You, you've you said, that, you know, in your column, and we've spoken about this before, that you saw the Echo as kind of a Trojan horse, in, you know, into the yes. home. And now the dots, which you have and you're, and you're pretty enthusiastic about, are sort of these, what the army coming behind it. Explain this briefly, right. what you mean by this for Amazon. So. The, when when Amazon first introduced the Echo, it was, by all intents and purposes, just a thing that played music. And you could do voice-controlled music with it. Uh, but it was very basic. I think it did like a dozen things when it launched. Since it's launched, Amazon has been adding new functionality every week. Uh, and now it does like over 300 different things. And a lot of those things are controlling smart home devices, whether it's turning lights on and off or controlling a Nest thermostat or controlling a garage door opener or controlling locks or any of these kind of like smart home appliances. Echo acts as an access point to control those, which is very interesting to me because the initial thing that made everybody interested in it was like, you could say, Alexa, play the Beatles and it would start playing music. But now it's like, Alexa, turn my lights on and off. Alexa, turn the thermostat up four degrees. And you can do all of these things that are kind of clunky to do with your smartphone and the app uh, much easier with your voice. So the dot, because it doesn't have a great speaker built into it, is kind of like, to me at least, less of a thing that plays music and more of a voice control point for my house. Mm -hmm. And now because it's so small, 
And so cheap, I can put one in the kitchen, I can put one in my office, I can put one in my bedroom, and now I've got voice control all over my house yeah. for a pretty low cost. And it makes it a lot easier to so use all the other one, smart home one gadgets. One question, Dan, before you go, are you scared of Jeff Bezos listening in? I mean, Google has this issue, maybe didn't create one because people were worried about Google listening in. I'm trying to, I was thinking that the other day, am I worried about Jeff Bezos listening in? And then I'm like, eh, I have such a boring life. It's not like, he's coming <laughs> I mean, to- You have the opposite I'm gonna, of a boring life. I, I'm gonna, he's coming to the code conference and we're gonna be interviewing yes. him the first night. and. This is a question. Walt Mossberg, I'm going to make him ask him. Like, are you listening in on us? I think that's a great yeah, question. Yeah, so I don't, I don't think he'll answer. That's, that's the big fear with all of these, right? Is, mm-hmm. is, is something always listening? The official line from Amazon is that the devices are only listening for their wake word. So oh, they're yeah. only listening that's for Alexa or Amazon or Echo. Once it hears that, then it starts transmitting stuff to the cloud because it knows that you want to talk to it. Then it's but in have their the passive word at some point. Like you're going to say something and then Bezos is going to like, everyone's going to, I just, there is, there's a reason to worry. I think it should have a 911 trigger at some point. Oh, that's a good idea. You know, what if you're home and something happens and you just shout to Alexa? Yeah, but what if you're, right now it doesn't support phone calls. Yeah, but it's interesting. But then of course my kids would like set it off and like we'd be swatted or something. Well, yeah, then that's the the downside of such things. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because you got a camera in the house, you got the Alexa listening, mm-hmm. I got every, it's just a totally monitored situation. Mm-hmm. I think, what is that woman we had, fantastic woman at Code Mobile a couple of years ago? Oh, uh, the Wicker woman. Wicker. Yeah. She's right. Are you going to, is that why you wear sunglasses everywhere? No, I just, I'm, I've given up, but I shouldn't. Anyway, Dan, we really appreciate your being here. Yeah, stick around, Dan. Sure. In a minute, we're going to take questions from our readers and listeners, but first, today's episode of Too Embarrassed to Ask is brought to you by FrameBridge. FrameBridge makes it super easy and affordable to custom frame the things you love. They can frame anything. They'll send you a mailing kit for your artwork, posters, album covers, old photos, anything. Dan, what would you like to get framed? I would love to frame a picture of my daughters. Oh, that's so sweet. Aww. Dan takes really great pictures. You know, we were given a, a code. I just framed all these Vanity Fair pictures myself because I'm an egomaniac. Oh, I like that picture. You're, uh, <laughs> There's a couple. You and, uh, I've got Marky like a and lot. Jason and yeah. uh, the latest issue. I, I saw was that. not next to Katie Kirk in that picture. I saw that. I was they getting totally my hair done and I was so excited. That's like the only time I get to read magazines yeah. is we, when I'm getting my hair done. Last year, so I'm, I'm taking them all and making them one big Karazin Vanity Fair. Oh, you're making a Karakalaj. Yeah, anyway, Dan, you're so sweet to do your kids. I should really probably do my kids too. They're experts will frame it and send it back to you in days. We're fully ready to hang. I'm going to send Lauren a picture of me for her birthday. Please do. You can also upload pictures from your phone or laptop, or you can even upload directly from your Instagram feed. Pricing starts at just $39, and the best part, all shipping is free. They're giving a special offer to our listeners this month. Just visit framebridge.com and enter the code ASK15, that's ASK15, at the checkout and get 15% off your first Framebridge order. Thanks, Framebridge. This episode is also brought to you by SoFi. SoFi is transforming the financial world by offering great rates on things like student loan refinancing, personal loans, and mortgages. Their process is pretty simple. They look at your financial potential, and if there's promise, then they back you for life, which means that when you borrow with SoFi, you get an awesome set of perks too. Career services, member happy hours, nationwide networking events, unemployment protection, and even an entrepreneur program. Lauren, you and I are going to go to a member happy hour, Joanne Bradford we tells me. every week. I'm really excited. We're going. We're totally going. And talk, I don't know what you discuss, your finances. The idea is that SoFi succeeds when their members succeed. So they'll do all they can to help their members out. Learn more about what they offer at SoFi.com. That's S-O-F-I.com. Terms and conditions apply at SoFi.com. Kara, excellent job on those ad reads. Thank you. I have to say. Thank you. Every week we ask our readers and listeners to send in their questions about tech topics. You can do that by tweeting us with the hashtag AskRecode. This week we asked you for your questions about Amazon virtual assistants. Lauren, who's our first question from? 
Our first question is from Austin Johnson on Twitter. He's at Austin J. He asks, there are tons of skills to add to the Echo. What are the best or the must-haves? Dan, what are your, your must-have skills with Alexa? That's a good question. There's like hundreds of skills available mm-hmm. because Amazon has opened this up to developers. Some of the ones that stand out to me are the in order to call an Uber, you have to activate the Uber skill, um, yep. which is then you can say, Alexa, order me a, an Uber or order me a car and it'll bring it over. So that one's really cool to me. And then I actually, the one that I uh, find really useful is because I have a Nest thermostat, Alexa's integration with Nest is pretty simple. So there's a, a skill and it's totally escaping the, the name of the tip of my tongue right now. It begins with an R, but I can ask get very specific things about my nest like what the house temperature is or what the current target temperature is and stuff like that but there's a lot of fun ones too like all the joke stuff is jokes. like our different skills and the mm-hmm. trivias are skills and there's a uh, I think a Batman and Superman like oh I haven't seen that one choose your own adventure type of thing in yeah. there which is crazy do you know the um, one where they tell you that, that you're beautiful like compliment oh, really? there's a compliment oh like you a won. daily compliment yeah I like, like that do I look good you look good stand up straighter <laughs> no 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 it doesn't it says it's you're not, like fantastic. That's no, all it does. Like, no, don't change. Don't go changing. Don't go changing. Try to please great. me, Lauren. I really like the Spotify integration. The Spotify one. Yeah. Is now yes. I can just I have a you know couple playlists that I really like to play and just saying Alexa play you know this particular playlist is that's great. And uh, what's another one that I use her for quite a bit? Weather. I use weather a lot. Weather. I use NPR News. I a do lot. use news Tune, every day through TuneIn. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of fun, but also everyone speaks in those really nice NPR voices. But they do ev- all the calm. news. You know, you They're don't just have like to this. just have NPR because Brit- if you keep going, mm. just say, read, no, me, you can... read me my flash news. It goes into BBC. It goes into all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Which I like. I like that, I like I like that, that a lot. Bit. Yeah. I know there are others that I'm just not thinking of right now because there's, like well, there's going to be more, right? Dan, there's going to be tons and tons more of these. But there you yeah, go, Austin yeah, Johnson. Endless skills. Those yeah. are the ones that we've talked about. So we've got some smart home controls and temperature control. One that argues with me. Uber, Spotify, jokes. I'm going to come up Kara's, with a skill. Kara's confidence booster. <laughs> Needed. So if I, what would it be like if you did an, an Alexa app? What would the answers be? Kara, is today going to be a good day? Fuck you. Like, oh, exactly. sorry. Did I just say that out loud? All right. Anyway, that would be a good app. Okay. Next one. Lauren, please read the Okay. Question. This one question. is from Ravi Palehajani. Sorry if I uh, mispronounced your name, but he's at Rav80 on Twitter. Why is production pushed so far out for general population? I had to buy the original Echo. So this tweet's a little convoluted for those who haven't been following this, but in order to purchase one of the new $90 Echo Dots, you originally had to have some form of Alexa in your household. Mm -hmm. So you had to have the original Echo speaker or even Alexa on your Fire TV, and you had to use your voice to say, Alexa, order me an Echo Dot. Um, Dan... You did a little bit of digging into this. Why is this like this, and why do people have to wait so long for the dot to get there? Uh, Yeah, so I asked Amazon about this, and they answered part of it and didn't really answer the rest of it in typical Amazon fashion. Uh, Famous no comment. (laughs) And then lied off to the side, off to the left for no apparent reason. The part that they did answer uh, is why do you have to use an existing Echo to order the dot? And what they said was they wanted to give our their existing customers the first crack at this new type of technology or this new device. So that's why they wanted to limit it specifically to the dot or to existing Echo owners. And then as far as opening up broader availability, they wouldn't comment on when that might happen or if it might happen. Uh, currently, if you go to Amazon's site and there's a FAQ page on how to order a dot, uh, there's a line at the top that says dot availability is extremely limited. When Amazon runs out, they are out is exactly what this line says. Uh, and wow. Amazon would not comment if they plan to make more what? or What's when they'll like make more or anything like that. Or a print? Why can't they make more? Yeah, it's it's like a first edition mm-hmm. book, right? Um <laughs> 
And uh, did, if you are to order one right sake. now, Amazon told me that you won't even see it until August is how long oh, the backlog first. is. Yeah. Um, I'm so it's, it's, it's an interesting thing that it. it's so limited. But huh, That's interesting. Well, let's ask Alexa. Hold on. I'm going to ask her. Why do I have to order the Echo Dot with my voice? She just went silent. <laughs> she learned perfect. from Amazon. Tip, no that's, comment. A, that's an Amazon product, right? No comment. <laughs> no comment. All right. Well, Dan, thanks for shedding at least some insight onto that. And um, so sorry, just, if you haven't ordered your dot yet, you're waiting until after too the summer. Bad. You're not enjoying the summer can't barbecue explain with it your for dot. You. They won't either. All right. The next question is from at Pierre Olivier on Twitter. What's Amazon's privacy policy on this? Does it send audio records to Amazon servers even when it's passive? This is a, we talked about this earlier. This is a question uh, a lot of people are, are asking us. And the mm-hmm. answer is basically that it's not nothing's being recorded and sent to Amazon servers until you use the wake word Alexa, or in the case of the tap, until you tap the speaker. Is that what we, Dan? Is that as you understand it as well? Yes, yes. That so uh, depending on whatever wake word you set, if it's Alexa, Amazon, or Echo, the device is only listening for that. Once it hears that and you see the blue ring light up, then it starts transmitting to Amazon servers mm-hmm. to do its processing. I mean, we had this conversation with Alex Hawkinson of Smart Things last week, too. Mm-hmm. As long as you were putting Wi-Fi connected devices in your home and throughout your home and handing over at least some personal it. information, I guess, you know, the is the possibility always there that some type of bad actor could get in Absolutely. there and get information? Sure. sure. But we're putting a lot of trust and faith in these companies right now that are introducing yeah. these connected products that the information is being transmitted as promised. Exactly. Or when not transmitted. I don't trust anybody. I know you don't. I don't. I that would be the, the good. That would be a good care you know, app. I'm an optimistic pessimist. Of, a good dose of cynicism every day. Yep. Wake up and you're like, Alexa, what's my dose of cynicism? What's my Kara Swisher dose of cynicism for today? Push that Alexa just for a second. Okay. Alexa, are you taping everything we're saying? Silence. She's silent again. Silence. All right. Next question. Next question. (laughs) Yeah, that's what she's saying. Let's get through these. All right. Three more. This next one is from at Joe Beninato. He's at Beninato on Twitter. When will Alexa work with Sonos? I think a lot of people have that question. Because Dan? right now you can't plug the Echo Dots into Sonos, right, Dan? So it depends on your Sonos speaker. If you have the Play 1, you cannot. If you have the Play 3, you cannot. If you have a Play 5, yes. And the Play Bar, I think so, but I'd have to go back and double check that. The thing is that even if you plug it into a Sonos speaker, it's just using that single speaker. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really take advantage of all the other advantages that Sonos has. It really, in my opinion, in order to work well with the Sonos system, it would need to be integrated with Sonos software, kind of like how Amazon added Spotify integration. And then you didn't have to Bluetooth your phone over to play Spotify. It just kind of natively worked with Spotify. So when that would happen, I think that's up to Sonos and Amazon. Uh, Neither company will say anything about it, but uh, I think it would be very cool if they did. Right. (laughs) Well, Sonos CEO John McFarlane has said before, you know, we're, we're fans of what Amazon has done with Alexa and the Echo mm-hmm. product line. Um, Echo has found a sweet spot in the home and is going to impact how we navigate music, weather, and all those things. And seemed to have a lot of really complimentary things to say about yeah. Alexa and how it works. But has been pretty noncommittal in terms of whether or not the company, like, like Sonos themselves, are working on some type of software solution for this. Or whether they will actually integrate directly with Alexa. All right. right. Next question. Next question. Kara, why don't you read right. one? Okay, yeah, this right. is appalling. Amrit Richmond at Amrit. Calling it, single men with Amazon Echoes will start looking for Alexa-like qualities in the women they date. Not sure if this is a good thing. 
That's already been a movie. <laughs> it's already been several movies. Commentary on society. Date, like, that's true. Sent, it was a Spike whatever. Jones movie. Her. There's lots of them. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, let's hope that doesn't why can't, happen. Why, why didn't you switch around? Why don't women look for men who can actually answer questions and are pretending to know things? Because we don't have enough male virtual assistants. And we that need will, like, to. listen to us. They're all way. Cortana and Siri you know what that and would be Alexa. Like? And they're all, oh, whatever you It's saying. like you ask for directions and it'll go the wrong way. And they're like, I know where I'm going. That kind of thing. Yeah. Like we need a male virtual assistant named Leo. Is there a male no. There, there is for Siri. There is for Google You're Now. Right. I can't remember if there is they'll, for Cortana. Roll but voices, you can change Siri to a man, Dan. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, right. oh, yeah. Oh, and can you name it whatever you want, or is it Siri? I'd like it to be a German lady yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're getting Cara. we're getting an insight into <laughs> yeah. Kara, the deep parts of Kara's psyche right now. Stop complimenting yourself, Kara. <laughs> Fraulein. <laughs> All right, here's the real question from Amrit. Also curious what Alexa use cases in the kitchen and for consuming media news. We kind of discussed this, but Dan? Oh, but one thing we left out was timers. Yeah, it's yeah. the simplest timers. thing ever, and you could do it across all the virtual assistants. Siri does a really good job. What else, too, Dan? What else? Timers Dan? in the kitchen. So I think the kitchen's a great spot for it because I can add, we can do timers really easily, mm-hmm. uh, hands-free from multiple feet away. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great for converting things. So yeah. if I'm trying to cook, I can I say can how many it. tablespoons are in a cup and That's it will cool. do the conversion very quickly and easily. Recipes. I also love an, to well, like... How long do you boil an egg? I had that. I looked it right up and read it to me. To yeah, I, 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 I use it if I'm cooking or if I'm making oh. coffee in the morning, I use it to ask what the weather and what my commute is like. Yeah. And it will give me both of those really quickly as well as, you know, kind of dive, diving into the second half of the question, the, the media and the news, you can ask it what the flash briefing is, is what yeah. Amazon calls the, the news summary. And you can get NPR and other news sources as well, just read right back to you. All right. Next All right. There question. you go, Amrit. And the last question is from Stephanie, and she sent hers in via Facebook. She says, I have the Nest and the Skybell. Can I tell Alexa to raise the heat or speak to whomever is ringing my digital doorbell? She's aware that the video won't work. Also, I saw that a little disc Alexa would, oh, so she's referring to the dot. Mm -hmm. Would that be for those with Sono speakers and or Jambox? Do you need her in every room, or can you yell from downstairs? All right, she fit in a lot, (laughs) Stephanie. Stephanie's a friend of mine. I love you, Stephanie. There's a lot, there's <laughs> a lot of questions. Yeah, Stephanie. I have two questions. First parts, four parts. Okay, so uh, Dan, you have the nest and Echo. Yes. So uh, she's asking, can you tell Alexa to raise the heat? Let's start with the simplest question. Absolutely, yes. Okay, you and so the nest integration is pretty new. And the Alexa also supports other smart thermostats from Ecobee and Honeywell and stuff. So you can just say, Alexa, turn up the temperature and it will turn up the heat. Okay. And then she did ask, would that be for Sonos or Jambox? We already answered that. But this is a good question. Do you need it in every room? Or I guess how, how far is the far field yelling to it, would you say? Uh, uh, well, it really depends ah. on your house and, in, and on your environment. So like if you have a noisy house, it's going to be more difficult yeah. for it to pick up your Google command. Blast. I have the original Echo in my bedroom and then the dot in my kitchen, and they're kind of on the opposite sides of the house. It was really quiet in the house, and I asked the dot to do something, and the Echo in my bedroom also heard it, so it, they both kind of reacted. Mm-hmm. I would say that Different realistically... Names. Change their names. Yeah, you can change your names for multiples, but realistically, you want to be within 10 feet or so. If you're shouting from across the house to do something, you may not. it may pick up, it may not. It's hard to say. Okay, this last right. one, we just have to ask Alexa's question. Go ahead, Lauren. This last one is from Bill, who sent it in via Facebook. He said, what would Alexa answer if you asked her, what the hell is this Alexa thing everyone is talking about? Go for it, Lauren. Alexa, what are you? Good question. I'm Alexa, talking to you through your Amazon tab. That's vague. That's vague. That's cryptic. Cryptic. It's like, what are you? I am Lauren. (laughs) (laughs) Talking to you. I am being. (laughs) Through my mouth. What do you like to do? I am Lauren. (laughs) Talking through my mouth. All right, go ahead. 
All right, Dan, stick around, stick around. Uh, because we're going to play game. everybody's favorite game, Too Embarrassed to Answer, in just a moment. But first, a very short break for this week's special sponsor, a new entrant into the virtual assistant space. It's called the Recode Pikafka, and it's launching this week on Kickstarter. The minds behind it are looking to raise $500,000 as part of the campaign, but let's face it, having Pikafka as your assistant is priceless. Have a quick listen to what Pikafka can do, can do for I'll you. Kafka, go ahead. <laughs> Pikafka, what's the weather like today? Find out yourself. <laughs> Pikafka, play indie playlist. Oh, fuck you. Pikafka, turn off my smart lights. No. Pikafka, who's going to win the 2016 presidential election? I have no idea. That's the Pikafka virtual assistant. <laughs> Back it now on Kickstarter. And now, now we'd like to play a little game, Dan, called Too Embarrassed to Answer, where we test our guest knowledge about what's happening in the tech world. So normally this is a current events quiz that, that are based on stories from Recode and The Verge, but since I'm pretty sure Dan has written at least 30% of the stories on Verge this week anyway and like, <laughs> would be able to say what the news is all day long, it would be too easy. So instead, we're actually going to pit you against the Amazon oh, tap oh. we have here to see who's really Hoo-wah. the smarter source. So, Can we do who tells the better dad jokes? No. Oh, that's a good one. We're going to add that one in the end. Okay, so get your dad joke ready, Dan. (laughs) Ready. All right. Uh, And no searching there. No, I put myself on the spot. Yeah, Uh, no no Googling. No Googling. Or binging for those who bing. Okay, Uh, number one. How old is Jeff Bezos? Uh, I'm going to go with 47. Okay. How old is Jeff Bezos? Jeff Bezos is 52 years old. Oh, oh wrong you are, Dan. I knew that because we are similar yeah. in age. But Jeff's probably happy that you underestimated. Yeah. I mean, it's always good to <laughs> underestimate, right? Do you want to do the next yes. one? Yes. Dan, who was the 16th president of the United States? Uh, that's 1 6, 16th. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be Abraham Lincoln. Good job. Good job. Should we ask a lesson? Let's ask a lesson. Who was the 16th president of the United States? The 16th U.S. president was Abraham Lincoln. Mm, so you're you even. Sorry. Dan, you have to get that nice intonation in your voice, though, when you answer. Okay. Next one, Lauren. Okay. What year did the movie Hackers come out? He doesn't. Uh, we were alive then. <laughs> That's the hint. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, 1994. What year did the movie Hackers come out? The movie Hackers was released in 1995. Oh, you were so close, Dan. That was such a good guess. This is like the you know Go what? Championship, they were, they and you're been, not doing well. They here. may have been in production in 1994 yes. and done their distribution no. and marketing no, no, in 1995. No, you no, never know. No, no. Sorry, I was, right. I was quite old for that. All right, let's try this one, Dan. What's the capital of Switzerland? Oh, uh, Geneva. What is the capital of Switzerland? Switzerland's capital city is Bern. Burn. 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 <laughs> They're all Bernie oh, supporters. I got burned. Burn. Burn. I did. I would not have gotten that one. Uh, all right. Last one here. All right. All this right. is this one's worth five points. Actually, we're going to do the dad joke one as the okay, last right. one. Okay. Uh, Dan, are you a human? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Alexa, are you a human? No, I'm not human. I mean, you're both right. Right. Alexa wins. I'm sorry, but let's try the dad ad for like double or nothing. Dan, what's your best dad joke? I I don't know if this is my best, but this is the one I can think of. Two guys walk into a bar, third one ducks. I don't get it. I don't get it. (laughs) 
What is that third one? I have a thirteen. Because two guys walked into it. They walked into it, and then the third one wisened up, so he ducked. God, that's just too complicated, Dan. It's not funny at all. Let's do one from Alexa. That's why it's a perfect dad joke. It's not funny at all. Dad joke. Where did Napoleon keep his armies? In his sleeveys. Great joke, as opposed to your I bad joke. I don't know. Joke, I like Dan. No, I'm sorry, Dan. Better. I'm not just Dan. saying this because we work together at no, TheVerge.com. I'm sorry. It's because you work together at TheVerge.com. That's a terrible, <laughs> terrible joke, Dan. So Dan, I lost. I lost to the robot. Is what we're saying. Here's a good dad joke. You're, you're why good is ones. why is six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. Yes, that's the kind of joke you should be telling. All right, excellent. All right, Dan, thank you so much. Thank this you has for been another us. great thank episode you. of Too Embarrassed to Ask. And if you enjoyed the episode as much as we did, be sure to subscribe to the show and leave us that review at iTunes.com slash Too Embarrassed to Ask. And subscribing is great. You'll be the first to listen to new episodes every Friday or catch up on previous episodes where we answer all of the tech questions that our listeners have been too embarrassed to ask. That's iTunes.com slash Too Embarrassed to Ask, or you can also listen on Recode.net slash podcasts. And while you're there, you should check out our other podcasts, like possibly award-winning Recode Decode, (laughs) Recode Replay, and of course, our newest show, Recode Media with Peter Kafka. I should note that we were nominated for the best podcast in the 20th Annual Webby Awards, so go to webbyawards.com and vote for Recode Decode. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's much deserved. That's fantastic. Yes. I really hope that you guys win. Yes, that me we too. Win. Yes. And once you've cast your vote, The Verge also has some great podcasts for your listening pleasure. Walt Mossberg and Neil I. Patel host Control Walt Delete, which is the best podcast name ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neil I. also usually hosts The Verge Cast with a bunch of other Vergers. Chris Plant hosts What's Tech. And Liz Lopato and Emily Yoshida host Verge ESP. Yes, and also Ezra Klein has one now. Ezra has the one weeds. for Box.com. Yep. And uh, yeah, There's we've lots. got some really great podcasts. Crazy with the podcasts over here at Box Media. We should do one for Eater where we just sit there and eat. Eat. Into That's the microphone. I'll get my lunch right now if you don't mind. Anyway, and don't forget to tweet your questions ahead of time to at Recode with the hashtag AskRecode. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week to answer more questions that you've been too embarrassed to ask. Tune in then. 